Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Atos Media and Entertainment Podcast. My name is John Lupke, and I'll be your moderator today. Today's topic, the changing face of broadcast media. Our guest speaker today is Paul Moore Olmsted. Paul is currently head of Atos Global Media Business Development and has been working in the area of innovation in the media market for over 15 years. He's based in London, UK, and spent many years working with the BBC, where he was responsible for innovation and sustainability. With over 25 years of IT experience, Paul's worked in such areas as video streaming, 3D, digital preservation, social media, recommender systems, and video analytics. He's also been collaborating as an external expert for the European Commission for more than 10 years and has been a member of the Atos scientific community since 2011. At the Atos scientific community, he leads research in the media area. Welcome, Paul. Uh, Thanks, John. Let's jump right into today's topic on the changing face of broadcast media. Paul, can you give us some context in terms of what's going on right now with media companies? Well, the broadcast and media marketplace continues to change rapidly, driven by new technology, but also by changing consumer habits. More than ever, access to quality content defines success in a world where the number of different channels and platforms are proliferating, and consumer choice has really never been higher. To stay successful, media companies, from large traditional broadcasters to online content platforms, to specialist suppliers, all have the same basic requirement. Deliver the best possible content with the highest possible quality and reliability. And to do this at the lowest possible cost. That's how to win and maintain market share. Satisfy advertisers, shareholders, and other stakeholders, and stay competitive. Major media platforms all need to provide compelling content that attracts viewer engagement. That's true of a mass audience, for example, for a major sporting event, and for the growing numbers of smaller niche target groups. What matters is to deliver up to or above expectations all the time, with little or no risk of downtime. And this is where we need to rethink how we, and that means every business at every point in the value chain, actually use capital resources. Content accounts for a large and growing proportion of production and distribution costs. As rights become more expensive, so it becomes vital to reduce costs in every other aspect of the business. Can you give us an example of what you mean? Well, for example, an outside broadcast truck and its capital equipment represents a significant capital investment and the costs of its specialist staff are also really considerable. Those people and that equipment are likely to be offline a lot of the time because of being in transit or doing setup or whatever. Simply finding ways to eliminate this enforced downtime would have the effect of cutting overheads and improving use of capital. It's not just about mobile units either. Up till now, studios and their control suites have been seen as single integrated entities. That makes it necessary to allow for extended setup times between programs, which again leads to downtime and reduced returns on costly capital investments. As competition grows, it becomes more essential to maximize return on investment simply to stay competitive. Broadcast and media companies are following in the footsteps of many other industries. By moving away from reliance on very specialized operational technology to production and distribution platforms that are built from standard components, 
This reduces costs and simplifies key stages in the production processes. By separating content production from control systems, it becomes possible to centralize control and make more efficient and flexible operational technology to production and distribution platforms that are built from standard components. This reduces costs and simplifies key stages in the production processes. By separating content production from control systems, it becomes possible to centralize control and make more efficient and flexible use of production resources. Here's an example. Daytime television routinely moves from one live program to another over a period of several hours without a break. The control suite used for each of these individual separate programs can now be the same. This cuts the number of studios and expert staff required, making production processes more efficient and greatly reducing costs. In the same way, it is now possible to produce more granular programming with larger amounts of niche content without the need to invest in more production infrastructure or personnel. The greater flexibility of production and control environments enables personnel to switch rapidly between studios, remote feeds, presenters, and output types. Capital investments work harder and costs per minute of output drop. The growing use of internet protocols, IP, makes it possible to build production and control environments that enable rapid integration of complex resources on a wide range of different locations, that is studios, remote, even at home or on the move, and switch between them with unprecedented agility. Now, it is possible to liberate broadcast and media companies from the need to edit and control output close to the point of origination, while enabling very rapid scaling and production efficiency. IP-based environments are inherently more flexible than the current SDI systems now widely in use. But we need to be careful about the terms we use here. Greater flexibility does not lead to less complexity. In fact, as we build in more options and more potential for creativity and for managing widely based media assets from a single point of control, we actually increase almost exponentially the level of complexity inherent in the system as a whole. That's why the key to a painless, profitable transition to the future world of broadcasting lies in the control system. IP makes it unnecessary to have a control suite for every studio, an outside broadcasting unit for every live event, on-site editing and distribution personnel from remote feeds. The key to unprecedented flexibility lies in the ability to exercise central control over every feed and every program, if necessary, worldwide. That's why we need to replace conventional control systems with a new and less conventional approach. That's where the broadcast network control system, that is BNCS Plus from Atos, comes in. Right now, conventional control systems tend to enable and permit fixed routines and actions. Connections between different systems and locations are patched together and designed to be more or less permanent. That's exactly why each studio or remote location needs its own fixed control suite as repurposing for new requirements traditionally needs a large number of manual activities requiring specialist input, plenty of time, and a whole lot of cost. By contrast, BNCS Plus automates actions that today require manual intervention. It integrates a huge range of activities into workflows. It visualizes systems and processes so they can be actioned by intuitive interfaces. 
and it virtualizes the entire operational landscape so that every part of it can be managed from a single point of control, which can be almost anywhere. That is what makes BNCS Plus a game changer. It's also an intelligent system, which discovers devices within the network automatically and uses existing drivers to make them accessible, while monitoring and reporting on their performance. It is fully distributed with no single point of failure, enabling self-healing if there is a fault in any device or location. This makes it highly resilient, permitting fast failover if there is a major outage, reducing downtime to a minimum or even avoiding it altogether. The system tracks and manages content and equipment to the most granular level. It applies identifiers to every component or piece of content, ensuring that business rules are properly followed, meeting contractual obligations and legal requirements automatically. In this connected and easily managed environment, rapid alignment through use of highly intuitive interfaces is really a natural way of life. Signals, content, and technology components can be managed as packages, either on the fly or pre-prepared, with high levels of automation implemented by a single button press instead of requiring long man hours of setup. In place of the labor-intensive media and broadcast landscape we all know, this new approach to control systems delivers an agile production and distribution environment, cost-efficient, making best use of skilled personnel and opening the door for media and broadcast companies will only profit from technology-driven changes once they have the right control systems in place and once they match technology change with new mindsets, organizational structures, and working methods. There's a lot that needs to change, but all roads lead back to the control system in the end. This new landscape for content production and distribution integrated, intelligent, and agile, is enabled by a new concept for control, intuitive to use, independent of location, able to manage more and more complex demands faster and more efficiently. That is the driving force for the quiet revolution that is reshaping the media and broadcast landscape. Thank you very much for joining us today, Paul, and sharing your insights. That's where we need to leave it for today. Thank you to our listeners as well, and we hope you'll join us on the next episode of the Atos Media and Entertainment Podcast. Goodbye for now.